Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is Tuesday. That means we have our conversation with television voice of the Utah Jazz, Craig Bowlerjack. We'll talk to him coming up here momentarily, Gordon. And uh, excited to talk to Bowler because for first time in a while, it feels like we have some real momentum brewing in the NBA for a possible return. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, and and the NBA has been really, really careful, in my estimation, in the way they've gone about this. But uh, I, So I, I kind of trust Adam Silver's judgment, but, but I don't really know because, well, does any of us? No, we don't. Um, you know, he can learn from other leagues around the world and has talked about that in watching uh, your Bundesliga close, uh, for example. But, you know, we've seen we saw how thorough the plans were for the NHL. I'm anticipating something similar coming from uh, from uh, Commissioner Silver this week. In fact, Gordon, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, the television voice of the Utah Jazz, the one and only Craig Bowler. Jack, what's happening, Bowler? How are you? How was your Memorial Day? We lost Bowler. Yeah, I don't hear him. We'll uh, we'll get to, we'll get Bowler back there, but I am curious to to hear. I, I'm sure he's excited as, as excited as everybody. Uh, this is uh, you can hear it every time we we bring Bowler on, Gordon. He's he's ready to roll. Yeah, I'd I'd be curious to know from Bowler what he thinks of uh, Damian Lillard's comments about potentially not playing again. Uh, I, I would find uh, his opinion. Uh, both informative and entertaining, because if I know Bowler right, I think he would err more on the side of what we talked about earlier, sort of the Jerry Sloan approach that get out there and do your job. Well, let's let's try it for a second time. Joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line, Craig Bowler. Jack Bowler, are you there? How are I am, you? I'm here. Jake, Gordon, how are you guys? We're doing great, Bowler. Did you manage to have any fun uh, over your Memorial Day weekend? You know... About as much as you can. Little rest, little little hamburger on the grill. Uh, did see my folks, which has been far and few between. So that was really good. They needed, um, I think, some uh, interaction, and so um, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Bowler, were you as captivated by the match as the rest of us were? Uh, I watched a little bit. I wasn't that, you know, like intertwined with it. Um, you know, I was pulling for Peyton Manning uh, rather than Mr. Brady. And uh, Peyton, only because I had a little bit of history with him in college and in the NFL when I was calling games. And uh, I just like the guy, man. He's friendly. Uh, he's, he's, he's comedic. His stuff on Saturday Night Live are, are classics, you know. When he's uh, when he's made ho- when he's hosted Saturday Night Live, so yeah, it was uh, you know I, I tuned in and uh, I was hoping for like Indy 500, but I'm going to have to wait until August for that. <laughs> 
Well, Bowler, we uh, speaking of waiting till possibly July or August, which doesn't seem too far away now. Uh, Gordon and I were just talking about how it it feels kind of for the first time like there's some real momentum toward a plan for the NBA to come back. Yeah, I'm excited to to hear the plan. Uh, I guess is that still on? From what I understand, uh, still on taps for uh, next Monday, right? Uh, June first is when uh, Adam Silver is going to give us the lowdown on on his plan. You know, we've heard a lot of potential plans and maybe just uh, uh, you know looking inside of it a little bit with some reporting. But you know, if it's Disney World, uh, you know, and um, the, uh, the what is they got? They got three basketball facilities down there, and obviously, you know, will they allow family? I think that's going to be key. Um, and then, of course, what the testing regiment will be, and. I guess the other one that intrigues me would be if if a player comes down with coronavirus, what happens? Um, you play on, or do you start all over again and, and shut the thing down? So uh, the one thing that's intriguing too is the potential uh, matchups uh, and the the reseeding of the of the postseason doesn't bode well for the Jazz uh, with that having to take on the Rockets and the winner of uh, or most likely the Lakers in round two. So. Without Bogdanovich, so there's there's a lot of things. Uh, I think fans want to see it, and um, you know I don't think on a local basis. I don't predict we'll be involved. I'd love to be able to call games, uh, but I think this is basically going to be a network, um, you know, ABC, ESPN, TNT uh, endeavor. So we'll we'll see how it works out. But it's it'll be good for sport, good for owners, good for fans. Uh, and hopefully we'll get back to the real thing with fans in the stands, you know, by the uh, by the end of the year when the new season begins. But uh, that's a, that's a long ways down the road, and a lot of good things have to happen. So, Bowler, how would you most like to see it set up? Well, obviously you're going to have to bring in uh, a minimal amount of of uh, personnel. You know, the Jazz travel uh, forty five to fifty. Uh, our broadcast crew, obviously, uh, not planning of it to be a part of that. And then, of course, the coaches and, of course, your support staff. So I don't know how they would do it. I know they want a limited amount of, of individuals that are involved in each team. So that would be a great undertaking for the Jazz, if needed, to uh, to trim uh, the traveling party. Um, obviously, testing. Obviously, the talk of quarantine. Uh, obviously getting back on the floor and working together as a unit and then um, starting to play basketball. But, you know, Gordon, I think, again, the league is going to play it safe. It's going to be expensive, but I think obviously they're willing to uh, to put the money into it and they need to, they have to, to for testing, maybe on a daily basis um, for several hundred people. And that's kind of the way it's going to have to go. Um and a lot of you know people coming in after they play and cleaning up uh, and sterilizing um, those facilities. I'm just not sure how the basketball comes into play. I mean, the ball itself, right? You think about how many times that's touched during the course of a game with sweat. Uh, that's intriguing if they're going to use a ball and toss it. I don't know what they'll do, but we'll hear the plan when it comes out. But there's got to be a lot of meticulous um, you know, points to the plan that have to – they have to be, um, I guess you have to dot 
you know, every I and cross every T before it can actually happen. But it's uh, it's got to be a huge undertaking, guys. I I can't imagine it. But hey, to get back on track, uh, let's give it a try, right, and see what happens. Would you be in favor of some sort of tweaking of the the playoff structure? Um, I, I don't know if you saw the plan hockey put out there, but they're only calling back 24 teams, and they're going to do a round robin with the top four teams in each conference, and then the rest, the other eight teams in each conference, are going to play five-game series to advance to the second round, kind of trying to, I think, make up for a lack of a playoff right. race, but at very least creative. Is there there's an idea or something out there that, that you've seen that caught your eye? No, I, I do like it. I mean, I, I think, you know, some teams won't be happy with the pairings or the matchups. But, you know, the Jazz at the current, you know, status would be a four versus five, which would be Oklahoma City if they reseed. And the one I looked at today was, uh, you know, the Jazz playing the Rockets again in the first round. Um, you know, I don't know how fans would, you know, I, I, I don't think fans, as long as they get basketball, are expecting much. I think the entertainment value would be huge. And you know what, Jake, this is an opportunity for the NBA maybe to play around with some new ideas about their scheduling because, remember, there was talk prior to COVID-19, the breakout, that in a year or two, once they pass it with the Players Association, you know, maybe we do mid, mid-season tournaments. I mean, you know, and maybe you start to reseed actually the playoffs anyway in the next year or two. So this gives them an opportunity to do it and get more teams involved. I think Jake and Gordon, that's the key to appease some owners to say, look, uh, we need to reclaim some revenue ourselves. Um, so it uh, it may not appease everyone, but it's at least it's a start and it's intriguing. And I think it does draw in the fans' interest a, a bit more, especially in the middle of the summer, uh, to see how this thing works out. Bowler, I don't know if you saw Damian Lillard's comments about uh, not potentially playing in, in any kind of uh, restart of the season if his team uh, wasn't going to be involved in any kind of shot at the playoffs. Your thoughts on that kind of attitude? Well, you know, he feels that everyone's healthy. He feels that, that they were getting back into stride. It's a dangerous team. We know that from a, from a jazz standpoint with McCollum and, and Damian Lillard. Um, you know, I, like I said, you're not going to please everybody in this situation. Uh, and I don't think that you can draw all 30 teams together. Uh, that's a monumental task. And even the plan Jake just mentioned, you know, still involves a pretty good amount of the teams. But, you know, I think you'll see some more people talking for it and you'll, you'll see people talking against it. And when I even speak about against it, there may be some players who may refuse to play. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, if they're feel, fearful for their family, if they have young kids at home, if they, uh, you know, maybe they are caretakers in their house with, with parents. I mean, I don't know. Everyone has a story. But I don't know how the league will respect some of those decisions. Uh, contracts come into play, obviously. So, uh, there's, I think there's a lot of things to iron out and to figure out uh, before this plan you know, comes to fruition. I hope it does, and I hope they find middle ground, even ground. Uh, but sooner or later, you know, college football, NFL, they're going to have to make some big decisions on playing. Whether it's in empty stadiums, then I guess so be it. We're in strange times right now, but 
you know, there may be some healing in some ways to sports. I think we've all agreed that in my career, you know, I've always felt like, you know, when we broadcast, it brings hopefully some smiles and maybe some anger. Uh, but what it does, though, it entertains and also it, it it gives you that reassurance that your team's on the floor and it gives you something to do on a on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday throughout the week. I know a lot of people, you know, work their whole schedule around what the Utah Jazz do over the course of seven months. So uh, I think it'll, there'll be a lot of excitement for uh, for the NBA to come back and. And just as much if college and, and the NFL, Major League Baseball, uh, can figure this out as well. Bowler, I'm not sure if, if you have heard anything, but have you talked to uh, anybody familiar with the, the individual workouts going on with the Jazz? Or maybe you've been over there. I, I, I'm not sure. But uh, have you gotten a sense of, of how that's going, if players came back in decent shape or if they're figuring out protocols, those sorts of things? Any updates for us? The only the only player that we spoke with was via Zoom last week was George Niang, and he was just you know again in the first stages of getting back uh, you know to to the to the facility. From what I understand, you know there's four courts, two two, and they split them up into four sections. And uh, unless this has changed since we talked, I mean it's, it's the Jazz are being, being very meticulous in in protecting their players where they can come in, in one door and out the other, um, who can actually be on the floor with them. Um, and so, yeah, I think the Jazz are, have been well prepared in the preparation of getting back. I know they sterilized the facility, and I'm sure it's uh, under the watchful eye of um, you know security and management. Uh, but it's going to be a big undertaking if they bring them all in and, again, that's the, that's the whole thing. I don't know if, if the Jazz would meet at first at the uh, facility or everyone head down and try to be in that that bubble uh, for you know practice and all that they hope to, to accomplish. Again, I, when I, you really sit back and think about it, Jake, it's a huge undertaking, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just to get a flight to go down there and whether or not you – how many people you bring – and if you do have to go into quarantine prior to practice, and then the daily, uh, you know, testing, oh man, it's it's uh, it's it's going to be a chore. But you know, again, it's that first step back, and as giant uh, of a of a leap you take, you have to take it sooner than later. Uh, you know, there's a lot of um, you know organizations struggling. Uh, they need to get back on TV. They need to have the television revenue. You know, again, the concessions won't be a part of this equation right now without fans in the stands. But at least, again, like I said, it's a starting point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see the callback. I think is another thing too, Jake and Gordon, that the Adam Silver talked about last week with with Woj. I think uh, you know of getting some players who did go back home overseas to get them back in the states, and how that's all going to work, and the testing and making sure they're healthy before they are, you know reintroduced to their teammates and that's really the biggest first step is to reintroduce all these players back to each other and uh, make sure they're healthy and ready to go so bowler uh, i have a column up that kind of guesses as how the jazz would do when uh, when the season restarts do you based on what you know about the individual players and the coaching staff 
and their mindset at the end of uh, uh, when, when when the stoppage came. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you think they would proceed from this point forward? Uh, is this team poised to gather itself quickly and be successful in a playoff setting? It's a great question. You know, my first point of emphasis would be that the centerpiece of this would be Quinn Snyder. We know how he works and we know what he expects, but that's a great question, Gordon. He can only do so much, and you have to wonder how engaged each player will be because each have you know each have their own story about where they are with family uh, and where their mindset is. I mean, to get your mind reset to play basketball, um, that may be. I think we're going to see upsets in this in this tournament of basketball. Let's call it the postseason. I don't think some players may be in tune. Um, I'm speaking around the league here. Uh, others may be totally tuned. And if that's the case, I think in the long run, the team that is as one and is more mentally tuned in as as a team, as one who are on the same page, obviously have a chance to, to win an NBA championship, despite the fact there, there's going to be an asterisk by it, no matter what. 2020 will always be remembered as that. But... Um, you know, getting back to the Jazz, I mean, you're looking at still the youth of Donovan Mitchell, who had to go through, you know, his own situation with COVID. Uh, you got Rudy Rudy Gobert, who obviously was a centerpiece on that particular night, uh, being the first player that uh, was positive. You lose Bogey uh, with the wrist surgery, but you know this team is deep, um, and again, they're le- very well led by Quinn Snyder. Uh, and his staff uh, with Johnny and, and AJ and others. I mean, I, I, I think that's going to be the most interesting thing, too. I mean, I've said most interesting. All this is interesting. But I think, again, the preparation and the mental preparation of, of the Utah Jazz, along with the other 29 teams, and who has that advantage, Gordon? I don't know if you'll know it until they hit the floor. Um, you may get a sense, which no one's going to see practice, uh, basically, except those that are in that bubble, but I think that's going to be the most intriguing part, too, is who's really dug in to say, let's win this thing. And the Jazz, obviously, <clears throat> losing Bogdanovich, loses a 41% three-point shooter and 20 points a night. So that means more pressure on Joe, more pressure on Jordan Clarkson, George Niang, and uh, more minutes for all three of those guys in some way or another. So um, the Jazz are still deep and talented. Um, you know, I wouldn't overlook them by no means. Uh, but again, I think you're right. I think the, the mental the mental process of it is probably the, the biggest key. They'll get in shape. These guys will get in shape. But where are they uh, when they want to you know attack the game and get on the floor and get back to playing? Bowler, hopefully by next Tuesday we'll have some <laughs> firm framework of the NBA season returning. I'm just my fingers are crossed. That would be I so do too, awesome. Jake. I think all fans are feeling the same way because you know what? I think it's the first step. I know the you know country reopening in stages and some people you know lake of the ozarks uh, where i'm from um you know you know the beaches and all those things people are trying things out still have to be careful you hope there's not a second wave but we're not going to find out Uh, i think you have to venture out now and see where we go but i'm with you jake i hope that we get positive news and that somehow, some way, safely, we can all return to what we like. And, you know, covering sports, calling sports, and watching the Jazz and the rest of the league, NFL, college football. I can't imagine not watching 
Big 12, SEC, Pac-12 football, man. I mean, I just it'd be hard to, you know, they may play with no no fans, but still, I guess if it's on TV, it's better than nothing, right? And uh, that's what I think the, the NBA is hoping too. Get this product back on television, re-engage the fans, and uh, hopefully we can start anew uh, sometime in December and, and get ourselves going with another season. But again, a lot of a lot of time between now and then. Bowler, bowler, no offense, but that Lake yeah. of the Ozarks thing. I know. Were they, were they passing around a lot of Jack Daniels, or what was going on there? Well, it, may have like, been, it, may, it looked it may like have a been, traffic jam there. It was a traffic jam. Uh, I wasn't real excited and proud about it. I spent a lot of time down there, you know, southern Missouri, where I was born, and Kansas City. Uh, it's a beautiful place. I understand people being angst to get out and about. That may have been moonshine instead of Jack Daniels there, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> which may explain a lot of things. But, <laughs> um, you know, again, you hope that common sense would would come back into play here. And, you know, I don't know if there's going to be an outbreak. Uh, we're going to find out all together because I think a lot of beaches, a lot of boardwalks, it tells you the people are getting uh, restless. And I get it, man. I'm, I'm, I, I, I need to work. I want to work. You guys – I'm glad you're working because you help entertain me and keep me informed. And I, you know, and you guys have done a great job. The station. I'm glad they're back on the air after a short time off. But we all need it, and um, you know. But we have to do it in a, in a in a in a sensible way, right? Because the last thing I want for all of us is someone to you know lose a life, become sick, but also that we have to restart the whole process again. And I hope that will never be the case. I hope that uh, we'll find a way that uh, maybe the vaccine obviously is a huge key if it can come sooner than later. But still, you got to be careful during the testing point of this whole thing. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm just talking. But there's so many things, too, guys. When you ask those questions that come through my mind about it's no, there's no simple answer. And there are so many um, you know, layers to this whole equation on how it's going to, how it's going to, what the outcome will be. And let's just hope, you know, we hit the stride and, and do it the right way. Bowler, you are the best. Thank you, as always. Guys, appreciate it. I'd love to get back in studio. Uh, that's kind of my home, home away from home, but I'm, I'm hoping that happens as, as well sooner than later. But uh, you guys be safe, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Bowler. The great Craig Bullerjack joins us each and every Tuesday right here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.